everyone. Welcome back to Diamond in Her Hat. I am your host, Diamond, and I'm here with Matt. Hello. Matt is Liddy. I am not, so heads up. If we go on tangents, I'm going to try my best to keep us here. <laughs> and he just laughs because he knows he's already like thinking of a tangent. Thanks. Today, we are going to be talking about respecting your own boundaries and how you navigate that in new relationships. I love that idea. Absolutely. Love it. Love it. Um, yeah, so... Why don't you start with telling us about yours? Because I know you and Steven met online. So you kind of had to skip the awkward first couple of steps yes, that people do. Yes, and honestly, I became hyper aware of that very recently, in fact. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, comparing my relationship to those of my friends. and um, Mine. Yeah. <laughs> I, I noticed that, you know, there's a lot of awkwardness whenever you first meet someone when you like start dating or, you know, like if you're in the, in the dating area, you know? Yeah. Um, and there is really no, <coughs> excuse me. Sorry. Matt, get that shit under control. <laughs> Hold on. I also fed Matt a very spicy cracker. Yes. <laughs> it's coming to backfire. Ooh, um, <coughs> but yeah. So there's an initial awkwardness whenever you first meet coming Anytime you meet anybody new, there's a weird awkwardness that is... I could go off on a tangent about, you know, human consciousness, but I won't. Um, (laughs) But yeah, it's just this weird awkwardness. So, you... There's some people in relationships that start off long distance or online um, who have like a physical barrier, like a long distance or something like that, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, And this physical barrier prevents them from being able to meet face-to-face. So to communicate thoughts and feelings, you have to be way more specific. You have to be, you know, much more receptive, you know, um, and, you know, you have to talk because that's the only way that's the only way you can gather information is to talk. And you, you know? don't have the distraction of physically being there. Exactly. Exactly. You don't have that distraction of like the physical closeness of someone to distract you mentally. So it's like you're literally having to like. You know, not that you can't feel those emotions, just they're just not as, you know, prominent because you're obviously not physically in contact with them. So I think that with relationships like that, um, whenever you get to like the point of the relationship where you do become physical, it's much, much better because you don't take the communication for granted and you definitely don't take them always being there for granted. You know, so how would you say that translates to communicating your boundaries since, um, cause I feel like a lot of people, well, for me specifically, I like to warn people, which sounds really bad. Cause it makes it sound like dating me is a hassle. I don't know if you ask the past people, maybe they'll have different opinions, but I feel like I'm okay, but I'm biased. Uh, but I have a tendency of kind of throwing out stuff at the beginning, what my boundaries are. And things I know about myself that might pop up in a relationship, not as a means to deflect or kind of make them lose interest, but more of a heads up. So it's not something like, you know, I'm a bad bitch. I out here um, sucking dick and eating babies. I don't know. I just tried to think of the most ridiculous thing. And I, of course, that came out ridiculous. But (laughs) I try to tell them, you know, there'll be days when I seem more distant than normal. It's not that I don't like you. It's just that I'm, I'm learning to communicate better. And... My most recent thing that I actually had to cut off that, you know, I'll give you full, not full disclosure, but enough information to understand what happened. I tried to do that at the beginning with him, but he used that as a way to try to circumvent the process of getting to know me. He immediately assumed that he knew everything about me because I did disclose a few uh, things that I do that might come off as weird. And he, he kind of stepped into the roles assuming that, oh, well, now that I know this about you, anytime you do this, I'm going to do that. I'm like, okay, no, 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 no. I told you this because I respect you and I want you to make a decision that is based on you actually liking me and, uh, you know. So it's, did you find that that was the case when you and Steven got together? Did y'all discuss boundaries while y'all were in the, the like the two months or so when y'all are online or was it something that when y'all came together you realized okay there's some boundaries i need to talk about did it organically come <clears> out or are you like me i give people a pamphlet of diamonds bullshit <laughs> well um i 
I definitely so the way me and Steven started, which is um, I could I could totally I mean I have screenshots of some of the every stuff gamer's to dream. Um, in fact, I will totally read some screenshots. Aww, these are gonna be super cute. I love these so much. Um, I'm already sick. Yeah, and um, that's my main goal tonight. <laughs> <laughs> my main goal is to make Diamond feel bad about herself. No, just to make you physically sick. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> Dope. I feel like that would be artistic. <laughs> <laughs> and you just hear it in the background. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want you to find happiness, whatever you know your happiness is. Whatever that looks like. Whatever that looks like. Uh, I feel like you have a lot of parts, but you're missing those key pieces. And honestly, with the situation that just occurred, so I stopped. I while you're looking for your beautiful yeah. screenshots, I'm gonna I'm gonna dampen the mood with some other stuff so i briefly 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 like capital b briefly saw this guy for about a week literally a week and you know it was okay he, he you know he's a cute guy very sweet very well mannered and we met each other a couple of times during this one week from monday to monday we met a couple of times and i I started to notice from the jump, there were a few things that he was not respecting. I am doing much better with my communication. I am able to better explain to people when I'm having a bad day or when I need space. Cause one of the, one of the bad parts of diamond is that I, in a attempt to be friendly and accommodating, I sometimes ignore my own boundaries. I let people do things even though it bothers me. So I was thinking, hey, this is a brand new guy. He's not an ex. He's not a booty call. He's a brand new guy. Maybe I can practice communicating my boundaries with him. I attempted that. And instead of respecting that, what he would do is this. So, um, you know, Matt, tell me, hey, I just need some space today. Could could you stop texting me so much? Could you, could you say that to me? Hey, uh, I just need some space today. Could you stop texting me so much? Absolutely. And I, you know, I thank you for telling me that. I thank you for being honest with me. Hey, what are you doing? Um, working. Oh my gosh. I know. I, I know I'm being a pest right now, but I just wanted to tell you how great it is to like know you and how I'm so glad you're giving me a chance to. So. Insane. But it's, that was the ending part of what was a week's long journey of me realizing this man does not respect my boundaries at all. He, um, he did something brand new that I had never experienced before was trying to circumvent or trying to make it seem as though he was still respecting my boundaries by doing like a backhanded acceptance or whatnot. Yeah. Like I'll tell him something, he'll acknowledge it. He'll, you know, be appreciative that I told him, but then he would do the exact thing I told him not to do, but then cushion it with, but you know, you know, you're so beautiful. I love you. You're, you're great, whatever. And I'm like, but I asked you not to do this very simple thing and you chose to do it and thought that complimenting me after you did it would somehow get me to not be upset by it. So granted I had spent only a week it's only been a week, y'all. It's only been a week. And for people that know me, know I move very quickly in relationships. In 2021, we're not doing that. Absolutely not. I refuse. And I think that's what bothered me most about him is that I expressed to him that I wanted us to get to know each other more through time. I didn't want to spend a whole day talking to you. I, I have a job. You have a job. Like, it, it, it just got to a point where I realized even little things that I was asking him to refrain from doing. So it wasn't as though I was telling him, hey, you need to cut your hair. You need to take your dog on a walk five times a day. I was legitimately telling things on, on navigating dealing with Diamond. And they're not hard. You know, I sometimes just need space. And every time I would ask him that, or ask him to stop, he would find a way around it. So I, I eventually had to block him. In fact, I told him why I blocked him. It wasn't a ghosting, which, you know, I guess that's growth, supposedly. I don't know. But I did eventually block him, and I don't want to speak to him ever again or anyone like that again because I truly 
refuse to be in a situation where my boundaries are disrespected. And so for those out there who are listening now, they're like, Diamond, that seems a bit extreme. Da 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 da. Um, I actually talked to my friend, um, um, Daneric. <laughs> no, I talked to my friend Derek about it because I like to run shit by him to figure out if. Am I being a bitch right now or... Bouncing off a straight dude. Yeah, bouncing off a straight dude. I, I do that. I do that a lot. It's yeah. one of my go-tos. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, okay, I can talk to Matt about this every day, but I need this from an objective guy who would have received this type of treatment. I ran it by him. He was like, you did what you needed to do. The guy was obviously not, you know, talking, like, not talking. He was obviously not respecting your boundaries. And even with screenshots, he was like, yeah, you were in the right. But to this day... I still feel bad that I had to block him. And I don't know if that's more reflective of me just now becoming acquainted with respecting my boundaries or if this is like a bigger thing that I'll have to deal with. Like from men in general or? Well, maybe men in general. So something I've realized lately is that I'm very bad at dating. Very, very bad at dating. And this is crazy considering I have like a whole dating podcast. I have all these tips. I'm bad at dating. I am decent at communicating in interpersonal relationships. Does that make sense? Yeah. So like Will Smith and like Hitch. Sure. <laughs> Did you, you never saw that? No. It's really good. Um, <laughs> but he basically does like, he's like a love doctor, but his own love life is shit. Ah. Yeah. Ah. Like, well. like uh, uh, those who can't do teach. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Okay. That just, that rang a bell in my head for so many different things. I'm, I'm about to change professions, <laughs> but I, I, I have realized, and this is what talking to my therapist, talking to my friends who bless them all are so real with me. They're not sugarcoating shit. They're like, diamond, you choose shit guys. Um, and I don't know if that's because I started watching Sex and the City while I was in like middle school. That might but... be. <laughs> I never watched Sex and the City because honestly, everyone in my fucking family acted like that. And they all have really shit relationships. So you heard it here first. Sex and the City is the reason why. <laughs> Not even. Um, for the longest time, I thought I was a Carrie. I strive to be a. Sh- Not fucking Charlotte. Samantha. I strive to be a Samantha. <sighs> Unfortunately, I am a Miranda right now. Oh, I know things of Miranda. While I love Miranda, I think she's a strong character. She's very cynical. And she seems to be the one that gets the freakiest boyfriends. Well, that, that, that stands to reason so far. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I can vouch for that. <laughs> but, like, I'm getting back on track, I suppose. Um, boundaries in relationships, that is that goes beyond, you know, the interpersonal stuff. That goes beyond the... Oh, we, we're, we're so good together when we're together. This boundaries is what happens to you internally if those are violated. Yes, exactly. I, I can actually give you an example. Yes, please. Um, so, Stephen and I, uh, as we've come to agreement, have we have relatively healthy boundaries. Uh, I don't want to say we have like healthy boundaries as like a fact because, you know, who knows what healthy really is, you know? Um, it's a very weird place. So... But relatively healthy. Um, like, for example, uh, if he's not having a good mental health day, or if I'm not, you know, if we're, if we're not feeling a day, you know, though we live together, I'm telling him, like, hey, I'm not really feeling well today. You know, or he'll tell me. And he'll be like, um, I cannot, you know, can I have some space? Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, okay, you know what? Absolutely, because I love you. I, I tell him, if you need something, food, Water, bathroom, you know, um, I'll be more than happy to come in and motivate you to do any of those things, you know, or bring them to you if I can. Obviously, you have to go bathroom on your own, but, you know, I'll be more than happy to come and be like, hey, babe, have you gone to the bathroom? You know, check on you. Um, And um, if you hurt yourself or if you're in pain in any way, tell me. Because if physical pain manifests, tell me because... I want to know if you're, you know, need to go to the hospital or something. Mm -hmm. Other than that, you tell me whenever you're ready to talk again. And then I will just autopilot, you know, my own day and I'll just go about me. You know, I I, I know that all of my time is, you know, going to be for me. And um, 
and I'm fine with that. And we're both amicably fine with that. You know, that works for us because, you know, we both share a sort of like gamer type of, you know, um, personality trait, you know, where you're sort of like introverted a little bit, you know, you're introverted enough to where you can be by yourself and be solo and it's something that you crave every now and then. Because um, I don't often crave loneliness, but when I do, it, it's, you know, I'm sort of cool with just like coasting through the day. Um, but yeah. And so that's one of like, like we have that boundary. We have boundaries of like what, what we talk about, what we don't, you know, like Steven is squeamish at times for certain things. So, you know, I try to use um, more uh, general language, you know, mm -hmm. when, when, when discussing certain topics, discussing certain things, you know, like we hear about something on the radio, you know, whatever. Um, recently, um, you know, um, issues of morality have come up and, you know, like real life issues of morality. And we've had to discuss different things, you know, and, um, you know, and it's, it's, it's always a like mutual respect of like, you know, if I'm uncomfortable talking about this particular thing for a, for a good reason, then, you know, um, we won't talk about it, you know, like I said, cause he's squeamish. <clears throat> um, and so, but you know, we, 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 we have boundaries and, if he asked me to not do something and it's something that is not going to inherently like hurt me or make me like feel uncomfortable or whatever, then I'll, I'll do it because that's a compromise. You know, when you compromise in a relationship, you know, there are healthy compromises mm -hmm. and I feel like that's one, you know, adjusting things that aren't going to change who you are. Yeah. Yeah. And there's plenty of them. There's plenty of things that you can adjust that aren't going to inherently change the type of person you are. Um, it could just be the fact, you know, that like maybe you learned something different growing up, you know, different regions, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and so with that said, I always respect, you know, we always respect one another's boundaries and when they're put in place. And I think we, so to answer your original question, I apologize. Um, yes, we discussed a lot of those during our initial two month away period because yeah. it was... Like I said, we talked a lot. Like we, we talked about many, many different things. Um, we had this one thing where it was like, um, Steven text Steven messaged me and he was like, So Matt, I wanna know I wanna I wanna know more about you. And I thought that was just like the fucking cutest thing You're ever. You're like, oh my god. You're like, oh my god, really? Me too. Me? No. Yeah, um he said Um Where is it at? Matt, tell me more about yourself, whatever you're comfortable with. And I was like, oh, I was like, oof, that's a novel. I'll start slow, though. He was like, I'll do the same, story for story. I said, okay, shall we start at the beginning then? And he says, yes. And I was like, I felt so storybook. And I, that was that spoke to the princess in me, like to that little Disney princess I always wanted to be. And I was like, oh, my God, this is like a storybook, like, like night, you know? Like, ugh, and it was so cute. And I fucking, I vibed hard with that. And, <laughs> and like, yeah. Like Steven is like, like Steven is like, like a very, like has very health, like healthy masculinity. That's so hot. Ugh, nothing is hotter than a guy who has healthy masculinity. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I'm friends <laughs> with a few of them. Yeah. And they would just accept that they're in love with me. <laughs> Won't name any names, Daneric. <laughs> Daneric! Daneric! Marry me. Okay, so actually, I'm going to read one of these to you because this is so freaking cute. All right, here we go. Okay, so um, I told him, I'll talk to you more tomorrow. Have a good night, and I hope you have the sweetest dreams or very badass ones. Either is good. Um, and he said, I hope you have wonderful ones as well, full of vibrant energy and adventure. Maybe some other good things, too, like us walking Orca together one day. <laughs> I said, most definitely. And we totally walked Orca together, like, a bunch of times, and I fucking loved it. Ugh. <laughs> this one, this one goes with a little more of the theme of diamond in her hat. Okay. Um, this is the kind of um, not necessarily steamy, but you know. Oh. So I said, um, "LMAO, yep," because we can't get pregnant, and I said it like sing-songy. I was like, "Can't get pregnant," and I said, "Also, I don't want to cross any lines at all when it comes to talking about sex or even making sexual jokes or references. So if I do, let me know, because uh, I I am well aware that I am like a much slut. more hypersexual. I was gonna say hypersexual, but yes, <laughs> slut. Um, I'm proud of it. Yes. Uh, I'm much more of a slut than the average person. So, Very much so I tried to like make sure that I don't cross any lines. So I'm well aware that a lot of people aren't caught up. And so I don't want to cross the lines and make them uncomfortable. So I always tell her, he says, he said, 
bitch, when I get the chance, your knob is mine. Oh my God, stop! And then he put a bunch of little double faces. <laughs> I said, damn, well then, there is no line, it seems. Floodgates have opened. Oh, shit. <laughs> and then I put, and then I had Tina, or um, is that Tina, right? That is Louise. Louise, Louise in fire. <laughs> and to hear more, subscribe to his OnlyFans. <laughs> But but honestly, like I understand what you said. It's I I think in the age of dating apps, discussing your boundaries is almost taboo because it, it's okay. It's so 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 aggravating um, because part of the part of dating apps, there's the group of people who are only there for sex. Whatever you do, you there's a group of people who are literally looking for their spouse. Bob. And then there's people in the middle who are just trying to meet someone nice. So it's very hard to discuss your boundaries within that cornucopia, like mix of people who essentially their boundaries may exceed yours or blah, blah, blah. But when you do match with someone and you do discuss that you two are on the same page as far as what you're looking for, it, it's so difficult to express what your boundaries are without it seeming like you are trying to make this relationship into like like exclusion. Yes. And I you can tell everyone, you know, you can you can tell someone from the job, hey, I'm just telling you this because we've been talking for a while and I like you and I assume you like me, but this is what bothers me. And then immediately they're like, hey, is it why do I sound like fucking Sylvester Stallone? I don't <laughs> Good Sylvester Stallone, though. <laughs> but it, it is, it's very difficult. But I know one of the things that I don't do New Year's resolutions because the changing of the year is merely a concept. You know, we're going to be yeeting ourselves through the universe forever. Yeah. Uh, well, not hopefully. Fingers crossed. But <laughs> I, I do find it difficult. Even, well, personally for me, to try to express to someone what my boundaries are without them assuming that I'm trying to marry them. And I don't know if that's speaking more of me or just the way that people communicate now, but the moment that you start to try to put a barrier or like some type of, not necessarily a wall, but some type of limitation on your communication or how you interact with someone, they immediately assume that you're trying to like marry them. Yeah. Which I... I don't think that it's a reflection of me, honestly. I think it's a reflection of how we view interpersonal, platonic, any like romantic relationship, the way that we try to decide that, okay, if we're just friends, then, you know, yeah. X, Y, Z. But if we're going to be dating X, Y, Z, if we're married X, Y, Z. And I don't think that it is, I don't, I, I don't think it's healthy for boundaries to be seen as like, oh, well, we're, we're, we're together. It's like, well, maybe I just need these boundaries respected because I'm a person. Yes, exactly. Because people, it's like, it's like a weird thing where it's like, you know, if you are looking to date, then you're not a person. You're, uh, I don't know, like a, a walking Tinder profile, I guess. Or, you know, like whatever select attributes the person saw, you know, whatever the case is. Because it's online dating, you know? And you don't have the, I feel like you don't, you don't have that like jumpstart of like, um, I guess like old and, you know, uh, more old fashioned, um, like dating methods, you know, of like bumping into them at the ice cream shop or, you know, I'll give you a nickel for a soda. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Something, something along those lines. And, um, yeah. So like you didn't really have, you know, so I, dating obviously has, has evolved over time, but I don't think that like, <coughs> Our, our need for like an emotional like jumpstart or like a jumpstart to a relationship because there are sparks, you know, like, I mean, maybe it's just me romanticizing relationships, but I mean, I definitely think I feel like, like, like what sparks, you know, I, I, I feel like I know what sparks are despite them not being literal sparks. I know what they are. I think another problem that, well, I guess explains the boundary situation is that if you express a boundary to someone, they have to decide if they're going to respect that or not, which in itself may make a decision about how they choose to interact with you, which in itself, in itself, it's like those Russian dolls of yes, like stuff that 
you will have to invest the energy to actually respect that and have to understand that, okay, the, the relationship I'm trying to cultivate with this person means I have to respect this boundary. Do I admit that this is the relationship I'm trying to cultivate with them? Because they're, you know, if it's a booty call, they could give two shits about your boundaries. They really don't give a fuck. TBH. Um, but if you're actually trying to see somebody doing, you know, what you do as far as dating, the moment that you have to start speaking about boundaries, it may not be that you have overstepped it because I, I noticed that too. When I tell guys some things they're like, Oh, I haven't done that. I'm like, I know. I'm just telling you this. Like I've, I'm trying to think like, I'm trying to think of something that I've never done, but I'm constantly bombarded with. Like I have never dropped a toaster in a tub. I've been told that's not a good idea, but it, somebody told me that before I did it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I, I, <laughs> and it's crazy that it seems that basic common comprehension of certain communication styles when it comes to investing into relationships completely go out of the window. Like, I can tell, like, I can be walking down the street, and as I do, I do this a lot. I tell girls, hey, you look good today. I love that dress. I love this. But if you do that on a dating app, people assume that they're tr you're trying to fuck. Yeah. So... I understand the communication accommodation theory. I, I, I wrote a freaking paper about it. That's like the only theory I remember from college. <laughs> but I think that it, it causes some internal dialogue when you have to accept that the boundaries that this person is offering must be respected in order for you to continue this relationship with them. Yes. Which means, okay, I have to respect this. Is there a way around it? No. Or if I don't care, what's the deal? And I think that's what pushes people over the edge when they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. You're out here telling me things. Like, I, I just think we're doing the base minimum kind of talking. It's like, okay, well, still, I prefer you not call me that. Like the guy, the, like not, not the one that I just blocked. I had to block another one. I block people a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but there was this one guy who kept calling me his little girl. Oof. And that bothers me because no I'm a grown ass woman. Mm -hmm. I, the only people who call me girl are my parents. Yes. <laughs> they call me baby girl, pretty girl. And that's because they were in fact invested in a baby diamond at one point. Yes. <laughs> it's weird. I have to explain that, but he kept calling me his little girl and he kept like trying to do like, I'm not a daddy, daddy, little girl. Like yeah. I don't do any of that. That shit don't vibe with me. Um, and then I told him eventually, I was like, Hey, I I've asked you a couple of times to stop this. I don't really know why you're doing it. Homeboy went on a full tangent about how feminism is killing relationships. And, and, and if you wanted a real okay. man, if you want a real man, he's going to call you baby girl. I'm like, I've been with a few real men. I've known a f few real men. I know of a few real men and none of them call me girl. Even when we were like dating, mm -hmm. they weren't like, Hey baby girl. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm okay with baby. That's it. Some people call me honeybee, which I like. I like honeybee. They're cute. Bro. I'll be your soft and sweet. I'll be your strong and steady. Okay. Sorry. Jesus Christ. Take that country ass shit <laughs> back in here, bitch. Cause that's what jail. <laughs> no, but, but seriously, like the boundary talk for me seems to be the point of contention when it comes to my relationships, because the moment that diamond ceased to be like this hyper accommodating, super chill girl, that's when shit hits the fan or Ooh, I have to hit the fan. So like, can we do some like potential comparisons to like, um, I guess the more broader question of like, um, like, do you think it's because you're like a woman that this is like, like it's, this, it's a common thing. Like just like looking at society in general based off of like our anecdotal evidence right here. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe I think that, I think it's trying to get better, but I do believe that women have been taught from the very beginning that we have to be docile, accommodating, flexible, almost to an unbelievable degree in order to secure a mate. And there are some women who are just like that naturally, who I, I'm not faulting you that I, we need people like you. We need, yes. we need everyone essentially. Mm, that's, that's no, no, yeah. Take that out. We don't need everybody. There are some people that don't fucking need to exist. Yes. Fact. <laughs> but Big like there, I guess, okay, I'll take that back too. There are thought, pro thought processes that 
do not need to exist. Yes. Um, but it is hard when women are taught that and then men are taught that at a young age too. You know, you need to find yourself a nice, pretty girl who, you know, does the dishes or whatever the fuck that you tell your kids. Because I've heard it all the way. I, I have three little brothers, so mm-hmm. I've heard it all. I've heard the way that they describe the ideal mate for my brothers. And I'm like, listen, if you say any of that shit to your, your future significant other, you're probably not going to get anything out of her. Yeah. Uh, but I think it it is hard-grained because I witness the very docile, sweet, accommodating women getting, you know, decent guys. And I'm like, okay, I can do that too. And while I'm not argumentative, like naturally, like I'm not going to take no shit. Like, yeah, <laughs> just no, to be real, facts. I'm not going to take no shit. I'm not the one that's quiet because if you're, like, I'm, I'm not going to get into politics, but I, I will never date someone whose political ideology directly contradicts mine or somehow erases part of my identity. I don't give a fuck about how hot you are. I don't care about how much money you make. That's just not going to vibe. But it's, it's, it's very difficult when you're like, okay, how do I maintain my self-identity while my boundaries need to be maintained too, but also be welcoming and, you know, accommodating to people who want to be in a relationship with me. That is a slippery fucking slope. Yeah. And it sucks that you have to somehow balance that to, you have to give some, you have to take some. Like, I remember when I was, I was bitching and moaning on Facebook about something about dating and somebody who's been married twice, one of the girls I went to school with, she's now divorced twice. um, She gave me some sage advice. She's like, men need to feel needed. They need to feel like you need them. Damn. And I said, fuck that. Do not come into my life needing to be needed. If your form of, if, if your love language is, I need to feel some type of control or influence in your life, th- don't come to me. I'm not the girl for you. I have a few girls who are actively looking for a partner like that, who wants a partner who wants to control a lot of their life, but I'm not that person. I'm very independent, but not to a point where I'm like, all men are pigs, except for when I'm singing Studio Killers, because that song's a bop. But I, I don't need a person. I have a good job. I have a, you know, a nice apartment. I have my own car. I have income. I have interest. I have hobbies. I have friends. I would like another person to come in, but I don't want to risk my boundaries just because they need to feel needed. I could not understand walking into a room and demanding that something be done so I can be the hero. Yikes. Yeah, that's some like narcissistic kind of shit. And it bothers me to my core that they're, that's kind of how some guys get interested in girls because they're like, well, she needs me, man. You know, I'm the one that pays her cell phone bill. I'm the one that cooks. I'm the one that cleans. Like, no, 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 no. You're going to come in here and you're either going to be secure in yourself to know that I'm not going to relinquish part of myself for you can to control because I, I can't possibly think of anything in my life that I may need a man for at this very moment. And it's not, and for those of you listening that are getting inherently angry, like you're red in the face and you're like the fucking feminist. What I'm saying is that I don't need a woman either. I don't need another person. That's my point. I would like a companion, someone to enjoy what I have built. Like, you know, and they more than likely have their own life and they have invested and grown. I would like to share that with you too, but I don't need you to come into my space and try to create or change something because that's the only reason why you want to stay. Because at that point, you're out here, Captain Save-A-Ho, and I'm not a hoe and I don't need your fucking help. But that is a turnoff. So, Matt, give me tips. What should I do? What should I do? You should read bitches more. Because <laughs> that was like, like Electra fucking, like, oh, Bianca Del Rio type. Like, ah, Bianca Del Rio. Yeah. I wish like, we could summon her somehow. Shady, shady, right, right. Shadier. So who, who were the shadiest bitches up on that show up to season seven? Because I don't remember else. Um, but yes, that is precisely exactly what respecting boundaries is about yeah and it 
I, uh, okay, so. Glad I could add to the. <laughs> glad I could add something of substance. You're like, exactly, I agree. <laughs> I concur. Yes, extra words. <laughs> like, not to bring up he who should not be named, but he, um, he exemplified it pretty well. And I don't know if it was because he had his own life he was focusing on too. And he's like, Diamond's got her shit together. Because he was in a relationship prior where he had to take care of her. Like, prior? Well, because I guess I was... He had a girlfriend at one point that he had to take care of like consistently. Um, but then when he and I linked up, it was very... It was, okay, you got your own space. I got my own space. If you need anything, tell me but I'm not going to try to read your mind. Well, my last girlfriend needed this. I'm not your last girl. Well, fuck. In that instant, I was, but different situation, different situation. So I, I just, I'm, I'm, I, I don't know because I, this year, 2021 is the year of Diamond respecting her own boundaries, yes. including within my own self. Because nothing irritates me more or makes me cry more than laying in bed at night realizing I spent the whole day allowing someone to do something with me or to me that I truly did not like or that hurt me just because I'm scared they're going to leave if I tell them to stop. I ain't doing that shit no more. Y'all hear that? You heard me? Whatever I, wh whatever day I post this, I can't remember. Um, quote me. I'm not doing that anymore. So I don't know if that's going to bring the right type of guy into my life or just kind of Send the wrong ones out. Whatever happens, happens. But I'm, I'm not going to compromise that anymore. Very well said. And, yeah, that sounds like a great plan. <laughs> and Matt is high as fuck right now, y'all. I wish I could show you a picture of how gone he is. Um, I'm perfectly fine. No, you're not. You're blinking <laughs> your eyes rapidly. Are your eyes dry? Oh my gosh, you look crazy. <laughs> you look like a crazy person. That's hilarious. I was actually trying to copy um, somebody from something I recently watched. Yikes. I watch a lot of things on YouTube, you on do. TikTok, on Instagram, on... That's all you do. Netflix, You're a watcher. I am a watcher. Oh boy. <laughs> Rabbit hole. Oh my gosh, people are still commenting on that page, that thing I made. Bags. Oh my god. What time is it? <gasps> has Chris commented yet? No, only a few of my friends that... That have, I guess just got off work too. <laughs> oh, can't wait till he gets on. He's gonna see it. It's like popcorn. <laughs> yes, like I said, he like like he will sit there at night and just take joy. Like that's how he unwinds from a day of work, is exposing racists and like calling them out. I need I need more white allies to add calling out racists to your hobby list. Yes. Because it's super fun. Y'all should hold a workshop. Chris should hold a workshop. It's like how to talk down to racists. Yes. If you're wondering what we're talking about, I made a post on my Facebook saying, um, what's the fastest way to get $2,000? And I said option one, wait for the government to decide that we deserve it. Or two, turn in the terrorists from the Capitol siege. And somebody deep down in my Facebook who never comments on anything unless it is revolving around race came out the woodworks and had a lot to say about BLM and me just a lot of my friends we all tore him to shreds and he still is writing some pretty kind of dark stuff like beyond the surface level beyond this <laughs> the superficiality of yes. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. yes beyond the surface level racism he's going down in like the He's saying some Hitlerish shit. So yes, quite um, very supremacisty. Yeah, very supremacisty, which is, mm, I guess. Hey, this goes in tie like with our boundary talk. I told I, I commented a few times because I was I was trying to have a discourse, but then eventually I stopped and I said, "Listen, I'm not going to talk to you anymore because you have your appeals and your ideals that just fucking make no sense, and I'm not going to exert any more energy into this." And that's one of my boundaries this year. I'm not arguing with racists online. Facts. I'm going to have my friends who enjoy doing that descend upon them. I, I'm not a fan of arguing with them. I will to, you know, definitely protect somebody. And I will to, like, you know, if it's a point I feel strongly about. Mm -hmm. But on average, like, I just, I don't enjoy 
using my energy to do that because I can use my energy in other ways, you know? And um, there are people who I, like people I know who are actively enjoying doing that, Chris being one of them. You know, he actively enjoys doing that. So if he, uh, it's like, hey, here's a snack, bro. You know, like that's literally what it is. And it's, and there are people who take care of that and then I can, you know, divert my energy elsewhere, making intellectual arguments, which I love to do. I love like people who like try to sound really smart because I guess they have like a high school education. Um, and you know, they like, I guess learned a few big words studying for like the ACT, um, or the The lowest of all standardized tests. Actually, that's the SAT. The SAT is bullshit. Um, the ACT actually is pretty decent. I don't remember what I got on any of those tests. I got perfect scores on three three of the four parts of my ACT. Perfect scores on my SAT. My ACT. Me, I'm me, 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 me. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I apologize. Um, I heard off topic. I heard a rumor that so we had a couple of twins, a couple of sets of twins at my school, and they held the SAT on two separate Saturdays. I heard a rumor that the two smartest twins, like one was better in one subject than the other. They took the test for each other. Yeah. That was a rumor. I don't know what they're doing now. What would have been smarter is to have them like take the test on the same day. Have one of them just like get up, go to the bathroom halfway through, switch. It's like, okay, do all the subjects you're good in and then switch in the bathroom and then come back and do all the subjects you're, oh, you're, you're good in too. That would make way more sense. So you hear that, twins? <laughs> Cheat the system. Yes. Get into your favorite school by cheating. But I will say this, <laughs> and this is not entirely 100% true. It's just an observation I made very recently as in the past five seconds. But if you enjoy going to your school, chances are you might learn better than if you go to a school that's like stuffy or you don't vibe with it or, you know, you don't really fit the aesthetic, you know, that you're looking for. It doesn't fit the aesthetic that you're looking for. And... All of these other reasons. Rather, you know, just um, look at all the reasons that, you know, that that, that is something that you want to do. Um, like, I actually was initially going to go to Blinn Junior College uh, up by College Station. Ew. Yeah. Because I had a friend who was, who was going there. And we had drove up three hours from fucking Three Rivers, took a tour. Um... I saw the college questions, blah, 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 whatever. Got to see everything, you know, visited the dorms and apartments. Um, actually, pretty bomb dorms. Um, visited everything and then drove three hours back, had dinner. Uh, and yeah, and then that was my plan. And then like a week later, I got my acceptance letter to Tammy CC and I tried to hide it. Oh. I don't want my mom to know because I was so set to go with my friend. We were going to room together. You know, we had this whole plan. And I was like, you know, I want to do this because I think it's going to be... Because my plan was um, to do, like, my basics and maybe some of my early courses that would transfer mm -hmm. and then transfer to Tammy CC. Oh. That was my initial plan. And I really wanted to go with my friend because I was, you know, it's always nice to... I had never had friends in, you know, like, lifelong friends, like I said, or long-period friends. When did you meet Jeremy? I met Jeremy, like, I knew Jeremy, like, junior, so senior year at high school, but we didn't hang out until after graduation. What? I've only known Jeremy what since What were you doing? What was he doing? We just never hung out. We, 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 we never had the same classes. We never, we just never hung out. That is crazy. I okay. saw him in passing Obviously, we're off topic. Let's, let's wrap this up, because I realize we're, ta we're talking about something completely different. Yeah. <laughs> Take what I said and use it. On a t-shirt. On a t-shirt. Um, Trademark diamond. Respect boundaries. Like, I, I guess my closing thought is the quickest way out of someone's life is to completely disrespect their boundaries. Never assume that the boundaries were made as a form of protection, I guess. Like, because most are, but never assume it's because it came from trauma and that you will somehow heal them and that boundary will go, to, go away. Don't try to scrutinize where the boundary came from. Respect it. Facts. I don't have to tell you where it came from. It's my boundary. Yeah. Like if I, I don't want you breathing on my face, please don't breathe on my face. If I don't want caterpillars in a house, don't fucking ask why. Maybe I'll tell you why. Yeah. But I, obviously I'm being facetious, but seriously, no caterpillars in a house. Yeah. But I think it's important that people stop looking at boundaries as something they need to break down. Because 
I, we, social media makes relationships look nauseating. They, this idea that, oh, you're completely open and this person has full access to everything, you know, like short of giving you open heart surgery, this person has complete control and aspect of Ooh, you. No. no, even in long-term relationships, you are allowed. And I highly recommend you set boundaries. Constantly, it, constantly setting boundaries. Yeah. That's what me and Steven and I do. We're constantly setting boundaries. In fact, yesterday, like I said, we had a conversation. Um, we, we were at, we were at the bank and we were talking about banking stuff. And I was like, I asked him, I was like, what are you comfortable with me doing as far as banking? Okay, because at some point our finances, our, our finances are intertwined at the moment. Mm-hmm. We just bought a car together. Yeah. Okay, our finances sure. are already. Everybody's out here the buying cars and houses with this thing. If we can and I so have to block guys every day. We're you know so we're we're on that path. And I told him I was like, "What are you comfortable with me doing?" You know, and you know he's like, "What do you mean?" And I was like, "Okay, like looking at your bank records. You know, like looking at you know like withdrawing money. You know, depositing money. Um, you know, using your card." Different questions come up in different scenarios, you know, but we've been setting boundaries about our finances, you know, since we started intermingling finances. We're setting, actively setting boundaries, you know, and he was like, well, I mean, if you were going to withdraw money, I'd want you to tell me. And I was like, okay, no, that makes sense. I 100% agree. We're both cool with that boundary, you know, and then boom, that deal is established. Or, you know, I'd be like, okay, would you be okay with me, um, you know, using your card in emergency? And he'd be like, and he told me he was like, no, actually, I wouldn't. I would, you know, if you if you didn't have the money, yes, but if you did have the money, I'd rather you use yours and then I would reimburse you for it. And I was like, you know what? Okay, that's I'm I'm okay with that, you know, because I, you know, it's like if you're in an emergency, you're not able to consciously consent to me taking your money. I hundred percent get that, you know, and we're in a relationship, so I trust you that that's that you know, and that's okay, and I, I respect that boundary. Yeah. You know, and all kinds of things, you know, because there's things I'm not comfortable with or things I would be comfortable with and stuff like that. Um, I think the only people that'll be upset with you setting boundaries is one, people who believe they should have full access to you or two, people who know that boundary is going to hinder them from doing something that they probably shouldn't be doing. Facts. That's that creep factor. That creep factor. It's like, there's so many examples I can give you, but oh yeah, that's... (laughs) I have a hoodie that says creep across the front because I'm a huge creep. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> fucking, fucking creeps. creeps. <laughs> Shifts eyes nervously. <laughs> but seriously, I, I, I don't know. I haven't met anyone who got upset by my boundaries unless they thought that it was in direct contradiction to their existence. I'm not going to set boundaries with people I don't give a fuck about. I'm just not going to interact with you. Facts. And that's it. The fact that you're setting boundaries is indicative that you have an interest in that person beyond them being another human being who exists. Exactly. And I I think that people need to see boundaries not as like a sign of disrespect. A hindrance or something. a sign of yeah. like, okay, this person feels comfortable enough with me to set these steps so I can be that person for them. Yeah. So, you can, so they can navigate you as a person. Exactly. Because it's very rare that you're going to go tell a stranger like first date, hey, um... I'm scared of, wait, no, I do, I tell them that on the first date. Okay. Um, hey, you know, some days I'm distance and some days that I, you know, I'm hyper aware. Like I'm, I don't have bipolar, I was going to say bipolarism, that's not a word. I'm not bipolar. Um, I just, I have my moments and days. I don't bring that up on a first date. Only when I realize I'm interacting with this person more and more and I would like to continue to do that, do I bring up things that will, that will manifest within our interactions. So it's, it's because we care. And yeah. once you start seeing boundaries as a sign of caring and like trying to strengthen the relationships, maybe boundaries won't be, won't be as taboo. They're like, yeah. And I understand now why it's taboo to speak of them, you know, given that perspective. Because earlier I was honestly questioning why it was taboo to speak of boundaries. But I realized from that perspective, that makes sense, you know, because people see boundaries as these like weird, like, like sort of like rules and like no one likes fucking rules. Yep. You know? And it's like, but they're not, you know, they're guidelines, you know, some of them are rules, you know, obviously boundaries are boundaries, but it's like, it's, it's ultimately a framework for you to navigate that person that you are interested in and to blatantly disrespect those Mm -hmm. despite knowing them is indicative that you don't care about boundaries and you don't care about personal space 
and you don't care about that person having thoughts of their own or feelings of their own. Mm-hmm. Or I think you can read their mind. like, Or, you know, you have some people like Matt sometimes. Matt does this sometimes because deep down inside, he's a basic white bitch. He has this tendency of doing something or saying something, assuming that Steven's going to push back on it because he likes that drama. We're not talking about those type of people. No. We're talking about legitimate boundaries. Yes. But Matt wants to be taken advantage of by Steven. Yeah. 100%. All the time. But there's even boundaries with that. Sexual boundaries. You know, Sexually. Like, there's things he's not comfortable doing, and I respect that. Yeah. And that's why they've been together for almost two years now. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's oh, my gosh. Oh, I'm so excited. Look at me having a relationship. There we go. Okay. All right, we're wrapping this up. <laughs> we'll have a new one for you next week. Do you have something? You look like you have something to say. Not related to this. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I guess directly related, actually. Okay, what is it? Well, because you said, like, wrap it up. And in my mind, I was like, oh, my God, wraps. And I want to wrap. Are you hungry? I actually think I am getting hungry. Okay, he's hungry, so it had nothing to do with this. All right. We'll well, you see. said rap, so that's why that oh was the connection. God. All right, we'll have a new one for you next week. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave me a rating and, rating. you know, tell a friend. Let me know. Um, I am actually in the process of trying to secure better sound equipment because I'm doing this in my giant living room, which has 14-foot-tall ceilings, and, like, everything just sucks. Acoustics. But we're out here, we're doing it, and I'm getting stuff out for y'all because I'm trying my best. This is also the year of actually informing you when I'm not going to be doing stuff. Yes. (laughs) Instead of just going on like a... Being real with ourselves too. Big facts, all right? (laughs) So yes, we'll have a new one for you next week. Hope all is well. I love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.